great way to start the next episode of the Hip Hop Stop. Welcome back. You have myself, Connor. And myself, Rob. Uh, we're missing Adam this week. Unfortunately, he is very unwell at the moment, so he won't be joining us. But that's no bother because the two of us can give you all the info you need to know about our topic for this week. Which, Rob, do you want to say what our topic is for this week? Our topic this week is we when we sat down to plan it this semester, we thought that this was worth doing because it's more... It's grown and grown, like as, as as we're doing it. So our topic this week is women in hip hop, which I think is a very interesting uh, aspect of a hundred percent. I watched this industry. for a while, yeah. um, especially considering we thought it was good timing. We would have done it last week if we'd known the event was happening, but we actually had our Women in Radio Day in DCFM last week, so we figured this was as good a time of any to do our Women in Hip Hop episode. And before we start, we would just like to say we are aware there's so so many incredibly talented women in the industry but we can't discuss them all we have three who we think have made huge waves in the industry that we're going to talk about but shout out to salt and pepper snow the product i'm sure there's many more do you have any you'd like to shout out before um no probably salt and pepper is probably my yeah the fujis uh even even more recent lizzo to an extent Lizzo, yeah she's had, she's she had a great year last year vibes as well yeah. yeah anyone like that scissor to a degree as well um anyone who well, any women in the hip-hop industry, just shout out to you because there's some huge things coming from there and I can't wait to see more. But we're going to get started on Miss Lauren Hill, one of the oldest probably icons in the hip-hop R&B industry. She definitely made absolute waves. Uh, she was also a founding men- member of the Fugees, which I only realized last night. Yeah, I was the same as well. But one of the things that I realized last night when I was doing the research and said the off-air there was... That like I knew she was like she was a like, really big, but I never realized how actually mega she was. Like she completely changed the whole kind of sort of reflection of life in her kind of soul genre kind of thing. I just thought it was, just thought it was really cool that she was able to do that. And one of the things that I liked about her the most was she she wasn't afraid to kind of try different styles. Like she'd have um, you know reggae, soul, maybe a bit of rock, like anything. It just show it just kind of shows her ability as her ability as an artist to kind of change without without making it sound forced or anything like that exactly like it was very much just kind of like real and raw to a certain degree Mm. anything she spoke about because something i love about when we go back to the 80s and 90s for artists is something that was very prevalent at the time which i've made my peace with that it isn't as big of a thing anymore but something why i love going back to the 90s is She's so lyrically intricate. Like her song, she tells a story in everything she does. She's a proper wordsmith. And to me, that makes her music so much more enjoyable to listen to. I think it goes back to what we were talking about last semester when we did old school versus new school. Like her, she's a prime example of how her, her songs tell a story. Whereas it's, it's different now just because it's, it, it just is. But like back then, it was a massive thing to do in hip hop, and she's yeah, she was just a prime example of actually telling the story in her songs. Exactly, and it wasn't even kind of like moaning or anything, which mm. some could be like it was a lot of it was to do with messages of empowerment as well, like because she broke barriers for women, especially in the industry itself. Like she went multi platinum. She was what one of the first women in hip hop to ever get like proper Billboard awards and to really kind of like get multi platinum albums yeah. and just. Kind of make a stamp or her own mark on the industry as a whole. Uh, yeah, I think her first solo album, The Miseducation of Lauren Hill, will have here. It was it was uh, the most acclaimed album of 1998. Yeah. And so that would have been around the time of like Eminem emerging as well. So the fact that that album, as, as like her solo album, her first one, 
is the most acclaimed considering the amount of like high high quality hip hop artists around. It's just that's just a credit to her. It's also technically um her only album her only studio album anyway. It's the only studio album she's ever released. Uh Rob, is your phone okay? It's cracked. Oh, that's... Apologies a, for that. My phone just fell. Some Fs in the chat for Rob there. He's just dropped his phone and cracked it on the floor. <laughs> Hopefully that means I get a new phone. Uh, the hip-hop stuff will not be providing any compensation. Um, but back to Miss Lauren Hill. Were you streaming it there? Uh, back to Miss Lauren Hill. Okay, sorry. We have, um, we have a cameraman in the studio. We've reached new levels of fame, so we're having our own commercial shot for us. Um, no, so back to Lauren Hill. Jeez, I've been getting very off track this semester with the episodes. <laughs> um, no, she, yes, yeah, especially in that time, but it is technically her only album, studio album, because mm. the only other album she ever made was a live MTV album, which I personally wouldn't count as a new studio album. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, and then she retired, uh, partly because of she had a kid. But uh, no, do, you, she, do you, Would you not say that that's a good thing, though, in a way, because... There might be, there could be the argument that if she was still making music today, that people would say she should have stopped making music a, a, a long time ago because the content is kind of, the quality is kind of dipped in a way. I think it's a double-edged sword to a degree because while, yes, there has been a thing of a lot of older artists have become, I don't want to say washed up because some of them haven't, whereas some of them have, mm. but it does, especially in a genre like hip-hop where... If you're an older artist, unless you conform to the whole thing where it's like, make a song about nothing or about very little actual value and just have like the catchy beat or whatever. If you're going to continue making those really lyrically intricate songs, you run out of things to say after 20 years. So I think, yes, I think she's kept her, not integrity as such, but she's kept the kind of like preservation of her talent by having such little amounts released. Yet, I think we've all missed out on what could have possibly have been another maybe four or five incredible albums. Do you think that she would still get the same acclaim now that she than she did then? With the way with the way hip hop has gone? No. Because um this might sound crude, but it's just the way I view it and the way I see hip hop, this is all completely my opinion. But when I look at a lot of artists like Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, different artists coming up, not even just in hip hop, but a lot of just female and gender pussycat dolls, anything. Women in the music industry, a lot of them, I respect Billie Eilish for going the opposite route, but they tend to overly sexualize themselves, especially. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And Lauren Hill was all about empowerment and was very anti that. So I think by not conforming to that, because I don't believe she would have, especially if she was trying to set an example for her daughter, or yeah. I think it was her daughter. She had, it was her kid anyway. If she's trying to set an example, she would have held her integrity. And I think society would not have appreciated that as much. Yeah, no, I, no, that's yeah, I get that. Um, it is kind of, I don't, I don't want to say like it's sad, but it is crazy how it has changed a lot, cause like compared to then and now. Jeez, I yeah. feel, I feel like we're talking about this the old school versus new school again, but it it's, 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 yeah, it is a little bit, but still valid. Like, mm. um, no, I think that's that's because I even have yeah written as a point like she, her, all of her praise she got. Like, if you look at the praise she was getting the years, like, if you look at articles for other artists now, you see a lot of it will be to do headlines about how they looked, what they were wearing, that kind of thing. Mm, yeah. Lauren Hill got all of her fame through her lyrical ability and her music alone, and I think that's the way it should be. Yeah, that, that was the case with a lot of artists like if in the 90s. If you're writing something about a model or someone who's, or a fashion designer, go ahead, make articles about their clothes. But if you're talking about a musician, the only thing I ever want to see, if you're talking about a performance or an album of theirs, 
is a headline about their music. Mm. That's all that I am interested in. Yeah, because because the argument for that is like it makes their music secondary, which is the reason why they are in the position that they are. So it may, it, it makes it kind of puts their music to the back burner, and it's not really as important. Exactly. So that's my kind of main disagreement with it. Um, because even as well, like she has so many songs that like go really into. Now a lot of it is to do with themes of love, uh, especially in the album. But to, it's not. It's uh, I'm finding it hard to articulate this point, but it's like it's still like she's getting deep with it, and it's like it's very much to do with like she's bearing her soul on paper when she writes these mm, songs, yeah. which to me screams '90s hip hop and takes me back to an era I really love. But something that I thought was interesting, she was all about female empowerment, but she was also about male empowerment. She wanted everyone to be the best that they could be within their songs. And I think that's really well exemplified in uh, doo-wop, that thing. Yo, remember back on the bully when cats used to harm and And that there was the miseducation of Lauren Hill, both the album and the song. But moving on from what, again, we consider the golden age of hip-hop in the 90s to a woman who dominated the noughties and the early 2010s. It is, of course, Nicki Minaj. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, she she's definitely had a, a big presence since she's uh, come into the scene. But, uh, yeah, no. What, 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 what do you make of her music? hit and miss yeah it's very hit and miss because you have a song like starships which is still played to this day you have a verse on monster which i'll come to later which is considered one of the best verses that she's ever done and then you have a song like anaconda yeah but see the, i think the thing with her is like uh i think you're right like she can be very hot and cold like this a song if you compare her when she made starships to anaconda they're two completely different songs it's almost as if like they're kind of completely different people I think that it is to a degree because I know she has her own, same way Eminem has Slim Shady, she has Roman, which yeah. is her person. She's even done songs, which is like Roman's Revenge and different things where she brings her out. But generally, I, Nicki Minaj isn't someone I go to for my music, but I have a lot of respect for her as an artist because I think um, Lil Wayne was the one who found her and signed her to the record label. And I've really loved Lil Wayne's last few albums, so I'm going to respect his opinion. Yeah, I think that's the case with like a lot, well, not just like, not just Dicky Minaj, but I think it's the case with a lot of um, uh, women, like women hip hop artists. Like, there, like, there is a lot of respect for them, considering like they're coming, like, they're in a sort of industry that's, like, to an extent, it's it's extremely male, it's extremely male dominated. And the fact that they still have as much influence on, you know, gener- like a younger generation as they do. But it's because they do, like Nicki Minaj, Lauren Hill and uh, the artists we will come to in a bit have more talent in their little finger than some of these lads have yeah. in their entire bodies and across their entire careers. Yeah. Like I would trade Takashi, Lil Pump, I would trade all of those types of artists for another Lauren Hill album. But do you think that the way... like but That's just my bias. Yeah, like... Like the way Nicki Minaj, like I presume, like acts in her videos. Do you think that will go against her though? The fact that she's, like, okay, take Anaconda for example, the music video for that. I think it's a case of all publicity is good publicity type yeah. of way of looking yeah. at things, because like I don't agree, but again, that's part of her brand. It's just it's just what it is. Yeah, yeah. like, but it's also a case of like, she's just 
doing her own thing, doing how she reflects, what she thinks reflects the music that she's making. Like, personally, I... Because I know she's capable of being lyrically intricate. I know she's capable of going deeper in her songs. She isn't just shallow face value. Let's just talk about my body. And that's an entire song and video right there. But that's not where the demand is. But, like, it's... Yeah, it's where the demand is. And she's smart to go for that. And as well as that, she knows herself that she can do well making that kind of content. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get that. But I think... I don't know, like... Is that... Is it kind of bad on, like... This is going to say philosophical or something. I feel like it's it's hard for us to talk about this because, like, we will make it clear, like, we're very much aware of the fact that, like, yes, we are lads talking about women hip-hop, so, like, there's stuff that, like, we don't understand about, like, to do with women. So, like, we're just talking to the best of our knowledge. Yeah, no, 100%. We're not trying to kind of mansplain everything as best we can. Yeah. No, because, like, as you said at the start of the show, like, it it is, this kind this episode is definitely worth doing. Yeah. Because, like, there is more... Like in the industry than just male artists. Yeah. like artists like there is a lot more um, but like if you look at her third album it's really really deep uh, I'll just try and find the name of it I believe it was the pink print I want to say it was the pink print yeah but, I, I'm not um, I'm not the greatest with her album so she really got into some hard hitting issues addiction suicide abortion like she got into some really so that's why I know she's capable of making some really like thought provoking songs. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Which isn't something you really think of when you think of Nicki Minaj because it's not the image she's cultivated for herself, but at the same time, I feel like that was very much her choice to a degree. Like she chose that was the image she wanted. So I'm like, go for it. It's when people are put into a box and they're told, This is what you are to say. You can't you do this, be. you can't do that. I'm like, because for something like that, when you see all the stuff about like women, their bodies, what they wear, everything like that, that's something like that's not okay to do that. But if she chose to make this image for herself, I'm like, go for it. But that's that's um, like like the sort of message in her third album about like all life issues and stuff. But I like, get, yeah, I feel, in my own opinion, I feel that that shows her range as an artist that she can make kind of you know pop songs and all that kind of thing. But at the same time, she it, like if push comes to show, if she could do actually hard hitting songs that have an effect. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, she's aware of, like, the impact she's had in the industry as well. Like, she yeah. definitely knows, like, her album from 2018, Queen, which I actually thought was a decent album. The whole thing is about dissing the haters and, like, defending her throne as one of the top artists. She even, like, kind of went and did a bit of an homage. Like, she sampled a Biggie song for her song, Barbie Dreams, which is where yeah. she basically said none of the male artists are good enough to get with her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that song. Yeah, uh, I thought that was quite clever. Yeah. I think, though, definitely... Kanye did a lot for her career because that monster verse is what sparked her fan base big time. Because that was 2010 around the time she was starting to blow up. Yeah, yeah. Um. So like, but again, like on a song with two of she was still a new enough artist, and that was a song with I believe Jay Z and Kanye on the other verses. Yeah, monster. Yeah. Two of the biggest artists that there has ever been in hip hop, and she held her <laughs> own and has one of the most talked about verses on the song. If that doesn't show her talent, I don't know. Yeah, what like does. again, that goes back to her ability as an artist. Yeah. To just just be as good. Like, I'm like, if you can match up with Kanye and Jay-Z on a song, whoever you are, I I rate your talent. Oh, yeah, 100%, yeah. Um, and I think as well, though, uh, like, in terms of, like, female statistics, she has the most Billboard-charted songs for a woman, which is... Again, like, there like, you go. That's, that, that, that alone just yeah. sums her up, like... Um, but I know, like, overall, would you be, like, listening to her a lot, or would you be more kind of like, she's just not your style? See, it's kind of it's kind of uh, mixed because like I probably 
At times I feel like I should listen to her just to see what her music is like, but I wouldn't actively, you know, sit down. Like, she wouldn't be top, like, one of the songs I would go to straight away. Yeah. Like, or the artist I would go to straight away. I suppose it's one of those kind of things where, like, you're listening to her when you're in an entirely different emotion to when you're listening to Lauren Hill. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, like, to ask, because there is really, like... I know it kind of sounds like we're saying this is good, this is bad with a lot of this stuff, but like it really is just kind of everything with music. Because I feel like I don't say this enough on the show because I talk about everything like it's a pure fact when everything I'm saying on this show, unless it's a statistic, is my opinion. And I kind of just want to get across like there is no right or wrong to a lot of this music. It's just whatever mood you're in, whatever takes your fancy. So I just like I want to get that point across because I feel like I don't do it enough. Yeah, no, it is important. Yeah. Um, And I'm also in the mood to listen to this absolute banger. So here's Starships on DCUFM. Banger! What just absolute? That's the only. That just to describe that, that just brought me back to primary school. <laughs> that brought me back to underage disco, right? Yeah. There. Um. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Sorry, our cameraman is uh, messing about. He's broken all the equipment. Um. So moving on from Nicki Minaj is a woman who's dominated recent years. I mean, she's. I don't want to say she fell off a little bit, but I haven't really no. heard much of her since she was at Longitude last this year. It was in 2019. Yes. Yeah, so, so, oh, that was last year. We're in 2020. Yeah. Now. Happy New Year. Uh, so in 2019, she was a headliner at Longitude. And I left before seeing her because I didn't want to see her because I don't like her music. Um, I'm sorry. I don't like her. I respect her as an artist, but I don't respect her as a person. And I don't <laughs> like her music. Um, <laughs> but to an extent, it's her persona is why she's as big as she is. No, it's her persona. But like... As well as... Well, like obviously as well as the music. to, you know, like give men drugs to make them unconscious then rob them then say it's my persona I don't think that would yeah. come across very well we're talking about Cardi B <laughs> I feel like I feel like she's one of those cases where people separate the art for the artist yes 100% sorry especially if you look at all the 14 year old girls that are buzzed at longitude to see yeah. like all the ones oh, out in force but I think <laughs> but, but on a more serious note I think I think it's to her credit that she's as big as she is considering how short a time she's been in the industry. Oh, no, 100%. Like, she's only been there for, uh, like, I think, what, two and a half, three years, something like that. That's what I said. I don't like, like her, but she's done bits. Yeah, like, it, it's. I, I think objectively you have to say that whatever you think of her, she is, like, in, in a... In she a, has earned where she's gotten to. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Like, this. she's literally come from nothing. Yeah. Like, from the Bronx to this, like... As well as that, like... Just her come up story, like she was in a domestic relationship, a domestic domestic relationship. She was in a relationship where she was being domestically abused, and then she left that. She became a stripper, and then she was on a reality TV show called uh, Love and Hip Hop, where is she got the bulk of her fame. Then she came out with Bodak Yellow, which really kickstarted her career, and it was also the first number one Billboard hit for a woman since Lauren Hill. Yeah, so I, that's like twenty the first for a woman in twenty years nearly. Have you ever have you ever watched that her show? No, I don't want to. Oh, it's. I, I lasted about, I, I watched about 10 minutes and I had to turn it off. Is it just meant to be like a really bad like Jersey Shore? Yeah, it's like really that? bad. Like there's, there's fellas, there's fellas that she's trying to hook up with and all this stuff. Like it's, yeah. the, the, but the bits I saw, it had nothing to do with hip hop at all. It's just like a reality TV show following Cardi B. But um, no, I think as well, she also got a new fan base when she kind of joined up with, I say joined up with, she married Offset for yeah. Migos, had uh, her first kid with him, his fourth child altogether. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know uh, that. Yeah. Jesus. Then he cheated on her, but they're still together. Everything's yeah. fine. Um, they, last, they lasted like a week separated and then 
She has no. a lot of really good features, though. She has yeah. Migos, Chance... Off her, like, one album that she's released, she has Kalani, Chance the Rapper, Migos, 21 Savage, YG, SZA. She's on a... Uh, Bruce... Not Bruce. What's his name? Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars, yeah. Bruce Mars. Maroon 5 as well. Yeah, Maroon 5. Like, like she's, she's... She's high. She's high yeah. profile, like... Um, like, she also shares an achievement. She is one of three artists in the world, uh, the other two being the Beatles and Ashanti, where... The, where she's the third ever artist to have simultaneously three uh, number one billboard uh, tri- uh, I'm getting all my words mixed <laughs> up today it's like last week again uh, so okay sorry it's the way I've written it's really horrible but the only rapper to simultaneously have her first three billboard entries in the top ten like, there you billboard. go so a lot of people debuted like 40 or 30 or something she's debuted three singles on the top ten like that's like that it, it's similar to Nicki Minaj like yeah. that's that just shows. But it's as well as that because the type of rap she does plays perfectly into the highest, most sought after type of rap. Yeah. So she's a very much flex rapper as I yeah. say. Because she doesn't mumble. Like, no. Fair to her. She's not a mumble rapper. but she's At times at times it does test it, but yeah. she doesn't though. A little bit of a trapper as well. Yeah. Kind of. So especially, like, especially with Bojack Yellow. Yeah. A lot of it's just to do with <coughs> here's my money, here's my car. Flaunting I'm wealth. I'm so great. Yeah. I've never seen a more white. But at the same time, like we... Like I, I don't know. It feels like we're kind of singing around because, uh, but that's a lot of people do that. It's just she oh, takes like, it to a, a different extreme. Get that bread. Yeah, um, like she's doing what she's got to do. Like it's the money. It's the music she wants to make as well. Like I don't think from what we've seen of her stage personality, anyway, I don't think she's been making this music if she didn't want to. Kind yeah, thing, like I think she's far too like kind of willing to do what she wants to do. Kind of yeah. mentality to her. Yeah, she yeah she does seem like one of those where she kind of does things on her own terms. Yeah, she doesn't exactly like conform to anyone or any. The, the best way that we can like kind of show that off is with her debut single "Bodak Yellow" here on DC. Hi. Yeah, like I don't like the song, but like it's catchy. Like it's it's a good beat. It's yeah, good. it's catchy. Uh, now on to back bleh, back to our regularly scheduled programming. We have, we don't have, we have. It's touch and go. Uh, oh, I got to turn the Spotify off. Yes. Sorry, I have some problems with the decks, but <coughs> what we have is the ever wonderful "Who Wants to Be a Millionaire" music for Fake Fan, our quiz segment. Uh, we don't have Adam this week, who is meant to be the quiz master, but we've drafted in Connor Wallace. How are you getting on, Connor? I'm doing well. Uh, it's actually Quizmaster Flash. Oh, Quizmaster Flash. I'm extremely sorry. Follow him on Instagram. Flash. Yeah, follow him on Instagram at Quizmaster Flash. And follow us on Instagram at DCU Hip Hop Stop. Same on Twitter. We'll have more content to come. And give DCU FM a little follow while you're there for some great FM content. Now, yeah. Connor, Adam has given you the questions for this week if you want to. Awesome. That music is very loud. Um, I'm not. I'm not going to lie. I'm not feeling confident. You're not feeling confident. No. Well, Rob is on a 100% losing streak yeah, since we've started this segment. Yeah. I'm on a 100% winning streak, but then again, I've only had two matches. Yeah. So let's see how we get on. Question one, if you please, sir. Question one. Oh, we do need to make a buzzer noise, but do it on the fly. Do you want to? Do you want to say your buzzer noises first? Yeah, if you want. Okay. Um, beep. Oh, bong. Beep and bong. Okay, question one. It would be bang for you, wouldn't it? Oh, here we go. It's only marathon. Anyway, crack on. Uh, the Chronic is the debut studio album from which hip-hop Beep bong. Dr. Dre. Fuck, correct. Oh, sorry. 
<laughs> Sorry, I'd live there. What was that? It was fuke. It was a Swedish word. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Twice <laughs> Apologies. Question two. Complete this Kanye West lyric. Can you speak a bit louder, please? Oh, Complete this Kanye West lyric. Too many Urkels on your team. Is that the whole thing? <laughs> Too well, many Urkels oh. on your team. I don't even know what song that's from. I don't even know either. Uh, Can you give us a clue what song it's from? I have no fucking... Do you know what song it's from? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what song it's from? Well, I, I assume it's a Kanye West song. Ooh, we ring album. <laughs> Can we phone a friend? 50-50. 50-50? There's not even a uh, moment of it's from, it's from Dark Fantasy. He's just texting. Oh, I've listened to that song once in my life. Uh, Adam Coppon. Uh, um, right, question three. Uh, yeah, uh, okay. The answer is, that's why you're Winslow. Like, I would never have got I, that. I could, never. I wouldn't know. Okay, Quizmaster is... Back in session. ...utilizing his authority. Question three. What is the name of Ice Cube's debut album? Should be debut. Bong. Uh, it, yeah? Death Certificate? Oh, I was trying to think. I don't think that is, is it? I thought it, I thought that was like a later album after he left NWA. Is it Death Certificate? No. Oh, it's definitely Death Certificate with something else added in or something. Do you want me to say it? Uh, I'm not going to get it, so go ahead. Uh, America KKK ads. Oh, oh, my God. I remember, of course, I remember after. I, I presume it's not actually pronounced America KKK ads. No, it's, no, it's not. Yeah. No, but, it's not. Uh, I knew Death Certificate came after. Yeah, no, but I wasn't sure if he released yeah. stuff before he was in NWA. Yeah. Okay, cool. Next question. Uh, question four. Is four. It? It's a tight quiz considering the questions are. It considers like one yeah. of the questions, Steve. Which female hip hop artist oh. won five Grammy Awards in one night? Bong. Beep. In... Okay, yeah. Oh, what go. year is it? No, 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 you stopped there, so you answer yeah, that question no, now. No, you, you answer you, that question you, now. You, you, uh... Okay, five Grammys in one night. Yeah. Billy Irish. Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill. Sure. Yeah. In 1998, the year Damn I was born. Yeah. I'm okay. glad I didn't bring this it up on the show. This is such, such an Adam question. I'm sorry. Uh, question five. Which multi-award winning hip-hop artist plays Troy Barnes on NBC's Beep. community? <laughs> Donald Glover. Uh, the correct answer is Childish Gambino. He is Childish Gambino. <laughs> that is the stage name. That's like telling me I'm wrong if I said Yeah, but the hip-hop artist is Childish It's Gambino. Donald Glover. Okay, so does it go over to me now? No, I just... Um, I would have been as mad as Adam was about last week's Tyler Decker oh, yeah. question if I didn't get that. He uh, he got really angry at me because uh, the the Ice Cube one was a multiple choice one. And, uh, <laughs> oh, you're a bad quiz host. Well, the way he formatted the question was not very. Is he is he texting you he, as he we're gave, doing this? He gave, yeah, he gave me an emoji instead of B. So oh, fair. Honestly, um, I'm really hoping this is all. Sh you're showing up on the mic. It says you are here, but can you just start talking again and I can Hi, check? it's me. Oh, yeah, you're going to have to be a lot louder. Hi, it's me. <laughs> oh, that's much better. Yeah, talking to the side of it, not the top of it. I know it's a bit broken, but... Hi, it's me. Yeah, there we go. That's much better. There we go. I just realized I wasn't talking into a mic. Uh, question six. Sean... What's the, what's the word? It's a 3-0? It's 3-0 to me, oh, yes. Oh, jeez. Sorry. Okay. You're bottling. You can't physically win at this I point, can't, but we no. might make the last question double points if you get this one. Oh. You're bottling. You're, you're a bottler. Uh, Question six. Yes. Sean Corey Carter is the full name of which hip hop artist? Bong. I'm gonna give that one to Rob. 
I think, to me, it's in my head. I'm between like three artists, but I think I know it. Uh, once, twice, little Wayne. What? Okay, that was one of the things in my head because Carter. Yeah, that's why I said it. Yeah, but I think Carter was the name of the place he grew up. Oh, never mind. Is it? No. Oh, I was. I don't know why, but in my head, I was suddenly about to say J. Cole, and I'm like, it can't be J. Cole. Yeah. And Sean Carter, I know who Sean Carter is. Sean Corey Carter. Yes, the more times you say it, I'm not going to suddenly guess it from that. Is it uh, Jay Z? Yes, it is. Oh. Yeah. I knew I knew that one, yeah. Uh, right, last question. Wait, it's 4 0 right now. Oh my god, the last question worth five points. What? Oh! <laughs> no, it's wow. not. No, it's not. Wow. I've won it. No, we're not making it. As Chris Master, I am going to make the last question worth five points. Uh, <laughs> if I lose now. <laughs> uh, which female hip hop artist. Oh no, I've already. Okay. Features on 6ix9ine's Fifi. Beep. Nicki Minaj. That's your final answer? Yes. Nicki Minaj is your final answer? Yes, it is. Are, are you sure? Like? Yes, I'm 100% <laughs> sure that Nicki Minaj is on Fifi. Connor O'Neill. No, we're not doing ASMR. Speak up. Connor <laughs> There's no, there's no artistic integrity. There's no art, sorry, there's no artistic <laughs> ability in this, this studio. Hey! Uh, yeah, sure, you're right. Whatever. 9 nil. <laughs> what? Oh! Uh, uh, do you want to hear a joke? Um, my radio career. Oh, great. That's a pretty good joke. Knock, knock. Who's there? Are you going to finish talking? Or? Uh, it's the Say the joke! It's... it's uh, baby Yoda. Okay, funny, right? That's all that we have from Quizmaster Connor. I'm so sorry. He's never being allowed Quizmaster on this show Flash. again. And I am now going Flash. to end our show on name. Bang Bang, an amazing Nicki Minaj song. Thank you very much for listening. We will be back next Tuesday from 2 p.m. 